This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 288, Comic Talk on Vacation. Welcome to Comic Shenanigans, this is Adam Chapman, your host, and this is episode 288, it's our Comic Talk on Vacation episode. Um, this, uh, As I record this intro, it's actually uh, July 14th, but I actually recorded this episode on July 2nd. Uh, I recorded it uh, on vacation. I was uh, up near Perry Sound, Ontario, um, at, a, at a lake, um, and I recorded an episode with Paul Scores, my brother-in-law and frequent, um, frequent previous guest of the show. Um, and we were just talking about the old, new, old, different Marvel now uh, to give some context. On I guess June thirtieth, June twenty ninth, June thirtieth is when first the major listing of most of the um, the Marvel upcoming kind of. Not solicitations, but preview book of everything coming out in the old new Marvel now, or at least a lot of it. I think forty or something titles. Uh, it was re- kind of leaked a little on the Monday, and then on the Tuesday, uh, we got an actual version of it released in the Marvel app, and everyone kind of had it. So we were on vacation at the time. Um, we kind of saw the news. We downloaded it onto our phones, and when I, and then uh, two days later, the day after Canada Day, on July second, we went down by the lake and uh, just kind of took stole a moment. Uh, we hurried the end of the podcast because we were being called for dinner and we were not able to miss that um but we kind of stole almost an hour to ourselves to kind of just chat about it by the lake and uh, i think we put together i think a pretty good episode uh, some good commentary um it was definitely a lot of fun it was very serene talking comics by the lake uh very different than normal kind of huddled over a microphone generally in my uh in the, my my kitchen or my dining room, so now instead we got to put the iPad out on a on a little table in front of us and just sit in some nice um, Muskoka chairs and just hang out and talk comics. It was a lot of fun. So uh, that'll be uh, we'll just jump into the episode in just a second. Our next episode two ninety will likely be our Ant Man spotlight episode uh, talking about the movie uh, that'll be coming out I guess the week after the film. Um, so I guess they'll be coming out on the 24th of July likely or somewhere around there uh, we're getting closer to episode 300 so if you have any suggestions on what you'd like to hear us talk about for episode 300 or any guests you'd like to have come back let us know and we'll make sure to try and uh, infuse that into the 300th episode um, so thanks uh, thanks again for joining us and we'll get into it in just a second you can email us at comicshenigans at gmail.com like the show on Facebook rate and review us on iTunes subscribe to us on iTunes and listen to us on Stitcher as well so without further ado let's jump into our uh, Comic Talk on Vacation episode with myself and Paul Scores. Welcome to Comic Shenanigans. We are on location. We are on vacation. <laughs> it is nice. We are down by uh, was it Otter Lake yeah, near Perry Sound, Ontario in Canada, up north, enjoying a nice uh, week on vacation. And of course, when we go on vacation, we usually like to do an episode on the road or on vacation of some sort. But then a big news bomb drops when we finally get... All the official uh, titles that are being, at least original, initially, for the all-new, all-different Marvel Now. Because I don't think this is going to be all of them. Because remember, they were supposed to be staggering 62 some of them. or something, yeah. Did you count how many were actually... I haven't, but let's say it's 30-some-odd titles. Yeah. Maybe 40. Well, because there's a few characters so... that we haven't seen yet. Yeah. So, uh, there's, I, I guess, the new Marvel previews came out. Correct. Digitally, well, that we saw. Yeah, yeah, it came out um, Wednesday, yep. So, it came out Wednesday, July 1st, so happy Canada Day. Uh, so we're recording this on what July? Or no, it came out just it's before the second. Okay. Yep. 
All right, so... Um, I'm Paul Scores, by the way. I'm, I wasn't introduced this time around, but I'll just throw I it did in there. Not, well, in the, my preamble to the show, <laughs> it, would have been, it would have been handled. Don't worry. Oh, my deepest apologies. Yes. Um, so we're going to kind of just go through, I guess, the catalog. Yep. Uh, and just kind of talk about what we think is good, bad, and ugly, 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 and just weird. Because there's a lot of weird yeah, choices there, in there, There's some too. very unique stuff. Like we can do that. What's, what was that skit in Living Color? Uh, Men on Film, was it? Uh, yeah, I think so. Hated it. Loved it. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we can go through it. All right, so Invincible Iron Man, number one. We already knew about this one. This, yeah, there's yeah. no surprise here. No. Um, do you I did like, talk about it? Um, I would for a minute. Yeah, uh, for sure. I do like for all of these that we have a quick little kind of log line. Yeah. So this one just upgrade, which is very succinct, very... I do like the idea... I know that the artist, when we first saw the preview art, we were both like kind of like, that's that's a weird look for Iron Man. Like, it looked almost too simplistic. And I still kind of feel that way, but I like David Marquez, and I like that they're trying to kind of go back to a traditional kind of knight um, look for the armor. Um, so it'll be interesting, after everything that's happened with Superior, etc., what this is going to end up looking like and being. And what is it going to be like having Bendis on an Iron Man book? <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the biggest question. He's right? written him before in Guardians. Yeah. So it's not like he, and, and obviously New Avengers, yep. and Mighty Avengers, so it's not like he doesn't know we've the had, character. We've had tastes of, of Bendis on Iron Man, for sure. But this is, look, the difference, though, is Tony, or Iron Man, is now the flagship character of the brand. Yes. Right? He's now the centerpiece. Everything revolves around this guy now. Which makes He's, me more worried about Bendis writing him uh, for some reason. Yeah, exactly. But why is that? There's a time I when know. I don't think I would have been worried. Exactly, because, you know, Ultimate Spider-Man, you know. Was was beautiful, and you would never read it by anybody else. Nope. Um, and you never have, never can. <laughs> yeah, and that's fine. I wouldn't have any other way. It's like when John's left Green Lantern, I stopped reading it because I just stopped caring. Um, I stopped caring before he left. Well, fair enough. <laughs> right? Uh, but, you know, you look at his Avengers run was ve- was fairly good and consistent until it became eating around a table constantly and talking heads. And or the hood, the hood, the hood. He had a big thing on the hood, and Luke Cage, fine. <laughs> He's and got a serious man crush on those. Characters. I was stoked for his X Men run, and it ended up being just a pointless, not pointless, maybe, but it his didn't go fo- anywhere. His old new felt never. It, it lost steam a little, but always felt pretty consistently good. His uncanny, I. His uncanny was, was a the, mess. What was the point? I know his uncanny was. Even a mess. Even the characters are wondering what was the I know. point. Right. Well, we'll get we'll get to X Men later, but I know. Uh, Barely. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's. I wasn't a huge fan of the promo art, especially the way Iron Man looked in that. And it's the same artist that did the promo art that's doing this book, correct? Correct, yes. David Marquez. He also did, I believe, some of the issues of All New X Men. Okay. And now, is also one of the Kuberts a secondary artist on this? No, is I thought secondary that, that was the Avengers book, the All New Avengers book. Was it Avengers? Okay. Yeah, that, um, would, that would make me change my mind a little. Okay, so is this. A book you would pick up, or a book you would want to? I'd sample it. You'd sample it, yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm not super pumped. Um, I'm more. I'm curious. I'm cautiously optimistic. Again, I'm nervous because yeah. I use. Here's the thing. Um, I'm going to make it a, a baseball analogy, which may or may not lose some of our listeners. But um, so the Blue Jays a few years ago got uh, R. A. Dickey. Yeah. R. A. Dickey was coming off an amazing year. And then ever since, he's just never really had that magic he had when we paid all that money for him. And now whenever I see him pitching, I get nervous. Because I'm like, I know he's a veteran pitcher. I know he's good. But it just feels like he can either go really good or really bad. And that's how you feel about Bendis on a book these days. Yeah. He, he's my... He's R.A. Dickey He's R.A. Dickey of comics, yeah. Because sometimes he's so solid. Yeah. And you're like, I, yeah. I, I can never imagine anything poor by this guy. And then you, there's other ones where you're like, oh my God, just get him off. 
So that's how I feel about Iron Man. So uh, I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm also worried because Bendis kind of writes a lot of his characters the same, and it's going to, for better or for worse, it's going to feel like he is in the movies, which is fine to a point. But you can overdo the snark. And I think yep. Bendis doesn't know how to, to not go overboard. Because look at his Peter Jason Quill in Guardians. He's a little overloaded on the snark. Right? And, and Iron Man, is, is, he's, a, he's cool and he's really smart. And yes, he's got a little bit of a sarcastic streak ever since Robert Downey epitomized the character. But you can't go overboard. And I think Bendis likes to go overboard. And he will go overboard because we've seen it in his, his other works. And Peter Jason Quill is, in a lot of ways, very similar to Tony Stark in terms of the snark factor. That's fair to say. One thing that may be his saving grace, and I think, as we both agreed, his ultimate Spider-Man stuff has been very good, very consistent, very readable, and it's because it revolves around one core character in a supporting cast as opposed to a team book. True. So we've seen some weaker stuff with the team books. Now he's back to a singular character focus with a supporting cast. Maybe we'll see some more stronger stuff from Bendis overall rather than the messy stuff. To be fair, I'm excited just that it feels like it's going to be a bit of a clean slate for the character because Superior did not end well because it didn't set the character up for where he was in eight months later. Like, we never really got a, a clear transition. No, we didn't. For, it was kind uh, of Iron something Man. fun they kind of wanted to do before it all went to shit almost. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, we don't even know which Iron Man this is going to be post-Secret Wars. Will it be the 616 that was superior? Will it be Ultimate? Will it be something else? We don't know. It's that just we don't a, even know. We know it's Tony. We know, yeah, we know it's the only core Avenger to remain... The yes. original yes. character out of everyone, which is also staggering. But, um, so you we, know, there's we'll, still a lot of questions. Yeah. Um, and we'll have to see. Because, you know, you look at when, when the final incursion happens, you see Steve and you see Tony kind of die at the end there. But as we move on to solicits, we'll see old man Steve Rogers come up again. Yep. So that also leaves basis to believe that they could have survived. So Yes. A-Force yeah. number one. By G. Willow Wilson, who's the writer of uh, Miss Marvel, if I'm not incorrect, and Jorge Molina, or Molina. Um, a force to be reckoned with. What do you think? Uh, it's got uh, She-Hulk uh, right in the cut front. Yeah, see, there's my first problem right there. You uh, know what? Any book with She-Hulk never agrees with me. I just yeah. don't like the name of the book. I know that's I, a really stupid thing, but and, and X Force doesn't isn't actually any better. But it's just been around twenty five. X Force actually sounds badass. A Force, I, I I'm okay. I, I don't mind the all female cast. I don't know why Nico from Runaways is wearing a muumuu. Um, yeah. Very odd costume choice. And you got Punk Dazzler. I thought when I first picked up issue one for the Secret Wars tie-in, I was hoping for some '90s Rogue that you see on the cover yeah. to be one of the supporting cast characters at least, and she wasn't, and that no. kind of made me sad. Um, I, I feel Carol will get opportunities in many other books. I don't. I, I would rather have swapped out Carol for, I for guess, Rogue. No, in this case, without this is uh, obviously we're judging it based on artwork and knowing what the creative team is. So obviously we don't have all the information. No. But a big part of what is going to make this work for me is what is the purpose of this team, and why aren't they just called Avengers? <laughs> like another squad of Avengers. Like they've had multiple squads of Avengers before. Yeah, they're Avengers Force. I know, but are they actually going to be called that in comics? Are they going to be called A Force? Like, be called A Force, yeah. Why not? Well, and and it doesn't not just because it has the A doesn't mean it has to be called Avengers Force. It's not like they call it X Men Force. No, they don't. But well, that's basically what it is. Yeah. But I've never thought of it that way. But I'm just curious about that. And like, what is the reason for this team to be together? 
that's going to make it either sink or swim. Look, there's a, look, that being said, look at a lot of this. The X Men have so much X- diversity for diversity. They want an all all chick book. You're an all chick book. Nothing wrong with that. That's fine. I don't mind the all female cast. Go with it. You know, they, they're cool they, characters. We had an X Men recently. Brian Woods run there was a, a core female cast of X Men characters. I guess so one thing I do have to say though, is the Avengers version of it. We're further diluting the brand, and that we're you know we're getting two people who've or three people who've never been Avengers before. They got Medusa now as an Avenger. We got Dazzler as an Avenger, and now we have. Nico Minoro, also as an Avenger. Captain Universe has obviously been around. She's been an Avenger. Captain Marvel and She-Hulk are long-term Avengers. But that's that's three new characters, which, you know, two, one of which is an in, has an inhuman bloodline, one is an X character, and another a fringe character. So it's kind of a weird... It's, it's getting to the point where everyone's an Avenger, which, for better or for worse. It's like Justice League Unlimited. I know, but I don't know if I want that because I, I, I don't like disagree with you. That the, the, there used to be something special about being an Avenger. Now everyone's an Avenger. Yeah, I mean, Cannonball as an Avenger. It's, it's Cracker Jack box uh, ID card in there. That's, now that's and uh, so then next we've got uh, all new, all, all different, different Avengers. Avengers. Yeah. So this is by Mark Wade. Artwork by uh, Adam Cupert, alternating with Mahmoud Azrar. Okay. Uh, and it's Earth's most dedicated heroes. So who do we see on this cover here? We see uh, Thor, Captain Falcon. Captain Jane Falcon, Foster, Jane Foster. Well, that's a bit of a spoiler for somebody. No, but not at this point. If it still I, is, sorry. I guess. Uh, Iron Man, Iron Man, Nova. We believe Sam Alexander Nova. Could be. Uh, we know it's Miles Morales, Spider Man. Oh, uh, we know. Yeah, we know it's Young yeah, Nova. I forgot. Yeah. A, a version of Vision and, and Ms. Uh, Marvel. Ms. Marvel, the uh, Indian scratchy Pakistani, Mr. Phantom Pakistani. Um, I'm excited for this. I mean, it's Mark Wade. I'm more excited for the Adam Cupert issues than the Mahmoud Azrar. I 100% agree. Not that I don't like Mahmoud Azrar. <laughs> he's fine. It's just, he's not the name that Cupert is. And that yes. makes me more excited and if, for it. And this is going to be kind of your new quote-unquote flagship title. Um, I'm excited because it's Mark Wade. I yeah. typically like Mark did, Wade. Did he write the free company issue? I believe he did. Okay. Because I was very underwhelmed by that issue. Everyone was. Right? I don't think anyone but, was blown away. But I think... Because I think, and, and probably the intention of the book was to be very grounded, very accessible, yes. very simple. And look, you're following up Hickman's run, which is very heavy, very complicated, not accessible at all, very layered, not accessible to the average comic book fan. So to go a total 180 and and flip in that direction, I can accept it. But you know, as the hardcore reader, it's like, well, now you've, you're really watering this down. But um, this is a book I would pick up. It's, it's you know. It's, it's I like that it's got a lot of young book. characters. Yeah. I mean, that we don't get enough of these days. Like, yeah. it, we kind of get the junior squad mixed in with... Like, they're all kind of, except for Iron Man and Vision, kind of all new to the roles in different yes. ways, right? Absolutely. Like, I mean, Cap Falcon's still getting used to being Captain America. Yeah, he's a veteran superhero, but being Cap's a different Is he the leader of this team, or is it Iron Man? We don't know. I'm just. Well, yeah. I'm asking you right now. Just hanging oh. out on the dock. Who do you think is going to um, be the leader of this team? I, I get the sense of the fir- from the free comedy issue that Cap is the field leader. Okay. Because because at the end of the day, Iron Man may be a leader of sorts, but he's never even in all the current. Because Iron Man again, being the flagship, being the top character, mm-hmm. um, he always seems to defer to Cap as field leader. True, he's not the strategist. The that usually that's these guys are. And that's Steve. That's fine. But you have the military background of Falcon that still follows that same line of thinking. He's he, been a does partner. he have military background? Is that just in the movies? No, I believe he has military background. And yeah. I didn't think he did. I thought he did. I might. I don't know. Yeah, I could be wrong. He, I, I, sometimes he can be very easily confused with John Stewart. The Green Lantern yes. friend? Who also used to be an architect, and then <laughs> the TV show gave him a marine background, and now he kind of has both. Yeah. 
which is confusing. So just roll with it. What a, what a renaissance man John Stewart is, though, right? <laughs> he's this wonderful architect, and then he's a badass Marine. It's okay. That's cool. They train Marines. They're smart people. Next up. But, book. okay, is, is the book you'll buy? Yes. You would buy? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, but to be fair, I like the cast because I like Miles Morales. I'm ex- I really love Sam Alexander. Yeah. And I'm a huge fan of Kamala Khan. So those you are, are yeah. you know, two. She, she's the only oddity for me, but maybe she'll grow on me. And, like, I like Jane Foster Thor. I do. I like yeah. how they've been writing her. I think Cap Falcon, I've enjoyed his book, so I'm hoping I'll continue to enjoy his adventures here. Uh, I, I think there's a lot to like here. I think this is a buy. Okay. Uh, so next up is The Uncanny Avengers. Yes. That's a team. <laughs> That's a very hodgepodge group of characters. So who we got here? We got Spider-Man, Quicksilver, and a dumb, we, uh, dumb, we, dumb new costume. We believe Peter Parker. Spider-Man. Yes, we believe it's Peter Parker. We've got um, what, Brother Voodoo, a female character. We don't really know who this is. I don't even know what that costume is supposed to be. We've got this Rogue. The DC character looks very similar to that, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, there is. We've got Old Man Steve still. Yeah. Uh, we've got Human Torch. So we're seeing... And now is it Johnny Storm Human Torch or Invader's Human Torch? Oh, that's a good point. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna choose to believe that it's Johnny. I concur. But it's a good question, and there's no answers here. Uh, fighting for humanity, inhumanity, mutants, and Deadpool. Awesome. Why are we fighting for Deadpool? I don't know. I don't even know why he's here. <laughs> um, I, I, this I'll pick up. Jerry Dugan. More more often than not, I've really enjoyed his work. He did a great job on, on Nova, Nova and on yeah. Hulk. I like both of his runs in there. I've never really read his Deadpool, but at least he has experience with the character, for better or for worse. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Stegman is an artist We're a fan who I of really his enjoy. Art. But, you know, artists are a funny thing, because we'll go through all these solicits, and you'll see these artists tagged, and I'm like, yes, but three to six issues down the road, yeah, it I could think be off the book. Three to six issues, and then we'll see Stegman leave. Okay, I think. What's his longest run? Like, where he did Superior, or Wolverine? He did, like, five issues at a time. Or even Scarlet Spider. He was on for really... Usually Short five runs. to six issues at yeah. a time, and then that's a break. sad. Like, give, like I like some long-term segment. Well, to be fair, on this on Superior, it wasn't really his fault because it was a, a, a semi-monthly book. It came out twice a month. Fair enough. So it's a lot harder to be able to do a like do an arc and then keep doing yeah. it. Like that. So I loved his Scarlet Spider stuff. Oh, absolutely. Well, his that Superior was, was amazing yeah. too. Like he, he's a really good artist. I'm excited for this book. Covers by Joe Quesada, so you don't get a. Oh, sorry, it's is it no, it's Stegman. Yeah, we, we turned it with Stegman. Yeah, we turned it. With, it we looks so Quesada thing. though, right? The, the Spider-Man especially. Oh yeah, it looks like a total Quesada. Yeah. Right? Um, I hate the Quicksilver costume. I don't get it. Like yeah, already, and, and Rogue's really like maybe she, I guess she's maybe surprised by Quicksilver whizzing by her. It's the but worst face it ever. Looks, it's really out of place. It like, is. Yeah. So will you buy this book? Uncanny Avengers. Uh, I there's a part of me that wants to. I'm curious enough to to, to dive into. There's enough characters. You know here it's going to look good, me, but it's got characters you like. Yeah, we'll see. What's the reason to say no? Besides budgetary concerns, <laughs> that's pretty much what it is. I'm very very choosy on what I want to spend my money on. I want the books to be worth my money. Right? True. So, so then, um, I I would give this a six issue run. Six sure. issue run. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I give fair. it I give it a trade, and we'll see where it goes. Okay. Uh, we got New Avengers number one by Al Ewing and Gerardo Sandoval. Um, I'm definitely going to pick this up. You are, eh? I'm going to read this. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, well, first of all, I'm not sure how I feel about the art by Sandoval on the cover. i got to say that. But look well, at the because, team. Okay. okay, seriously. Look how huge uh, Wiccan's head, or body is to is his head. Is that Wiccan? Yeah. Oh, my God. Right? He's been pumping Roy's. <laughs> Who's look, the redhead? Look, look how huge Who's the girl? Hawkeye is compared to Songbird yeah. in front of him. Um, Who's the redhead girl? Uh, 
It's, I think it says that, that the leak that we saw, but I don't recall who it's supposed to be. I can't remember. Yeah. So we got Sunspot for sure, Songbird, Hawkeye. It. I like Songbird and Hawkeye working together again. You got Hulkling and Wiccan. I'll, I'll at least give this a shot. I mean, I like the idea that it's Avengers idea mechanics. We aim to help. That's kind of a cool concept. Yeah. Again, building off of where Sunspot was. But uh, say, so he still owns AIM, so that's not changing from what happened before. What was? What's different, really? Like, just some characters are going to be folded I, I, in, I right? I see some all different. I'm seeing some all new, but not some all different. I no. Um, I'm excited to see this. I'm excited because it looks but, like but Sunspot's maybe, the leader, too, right? Yeah. yeah from this, and this and team, I'm surprised sure. how much... Yeah. Um, the, unless I, on I the flip side. This. Unless I, on the flip side, AIM never existed in this... Maybe. It's something... I've really bought into Bobby being a leader and owning, like, a team and being, like, the leader of these, like, this version of the Avengers. I've really bought in. I really enjoyed how Hickman wrote it. And then whoever was writing the Avengers world tie-ins as well. I really... I never would have thought in a million years that I would have under, like thought that this was a cool concept for Sunspot. I'm totally in. But he ran the Hellfire Club for a bit, didn't he? Yeah, Very but poorly. But They never really wrote it well, and no, no. One, no one took it seriously. This, the, I felt like the writers and, the, and therefore the character were taking it seriously, too. But there's a certain level of, again, that cockiness they've oh, added. Oh, absolutely. Has he always had I don't know the character well degree. enough. Yes. It's always been there? To okay. a degree, yeah. What else we got? Ultimates, Ultimates, number one. Where is this and what the hell is this? You know what, though? This, is, this, this may shock you. You're excited? I'm curious about this. Because Galactus is on the team? Yes! <laughs> Absolutely. You have Galactus. I, I like the, the art. I think it looks fantastic. I oh, like, the Kenneth I, Rockefeller? Yeah. yeah. He, he was, uh, he's was. he been a DC Bruce recently. I, I, I like that. So and who got Blue Marvel, um, Spectrum, uh, Monica Rambeau, Black Panther. Looks like T'Challa. Looks like a man. Yeah. Uh, Miss America Chavez and Captain Marvel and uh, Galactus. Which version of Galactus? Well, I guess we don't our know. universe, probably? Well, yeah, because in Ultimate it was a swarm yeah, of things, right, yes. right? Ultimate problems need ultimate solutions. solutions. I'll pick it up for at least an arc. Yeah, I will it too. It intrigues me. Uh, there's something about this book that's, huh. And I think the art helps. Yes. You know, I think um, the, I'm actually, like, the attractive art helps this, this is a weird thing to say, but I'm really impressed with the colors here. Yeah. Because the Rockefeller's art, I think at times, I haven't enjoyed it as much at DC, but I think it's the colorists. Because looking at it here, the art's the same, but the colors add such a different d- d- um, level of dimension that it ma- makes me feel differently about it. Yeah. Doctor Strange, number one. I'm in. Jason Aaron. Only because of Jason Aaron. Not Chris uh, and, and, and Pichalo. I love them both. Pichalo, I think yeah. this, this I, is a book that he could yes. do well. I think I think because of the creative team, I don't give two flying fucks about Dr. Strange on any average day. I would have flipped through this book, but Jason Aaron has single-handedly made me a massive Thor fan yep. with his run on Thor. You liked Thor Marvel before now. that. You I read JMS. Yeah, I did, but... This the, is different. The, the Aaron's thing is totally sucked me in. Like okay. I was so consumed by, it, I could not wait to read it. Um, you know, I, I bought action figures. I I went and got the the hardcovers. Da da da. I went nuts for this stuff, and it was so good. And so as these solicits were slowly pumping out, you have Doctor Strange. Um, I think this is totally something in his wheelhouse because mm-hmm. Aaron's good at the, doing quirky stuff. Right, and he, he could have, the gloves are off with Doctor Strange. You can do any I, crazy shit you want. Give him a badass axe. <laughs> I'm in. Absolutely, it's so cool. I, I think do like the tagline. Some surgery requires a scalpel. Some, some an, an axe. axe. That's yeah. pretty badass. I, I think it's excellent. Give me, give me some crossover between him and Jane Foster for Thor. Those mm-hmm. two books, I'll take it. I think this could be incredible. Again, now are we going to get? The Sheriff of Nottingham, uh, current Doctor Strange. Probably not. Or are we going to get a different Doctor Strange? We'll have to see. 
Um, I but I'm so with many you. Cause, because we have no clue on where Secret Wars is going to go. Apparently, this past issue I guess came out we haven't read yet had a huge plot twist. Oh really? Um, there was an article I, I I glanced at the headline and didn't want to spoil myself, frankly. Okay. But apparently, there's a big plot twist that really. Oh yeah, because by the time this goes out, I mean Secret Wars Five will almost be coming out soon. Well, it depends when you. Launch well, this in the air. Yes. Today's the July the second that we're recording this, people. Just so you're aware. Yes, we have a timestamp to us. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm in for this book for the long haul. Okay. Unless they take Aaron off, or it may, or maybe it becomes something not as exciting as I hoped. But I, I'm in you're this at least for on haul. for the first arc. No, I'm on board for as long as as long as Aaron's there. As long as Aaron's there. Okay. Yeah. Next up is Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel Rises is the logline by Tara Butters and Michelle Fazekas. I work with Chris Anka. I don't. I'm not a huge Captain Marvel fan. I haven't been. I didn't really read the Kelly Sue DeConnick ones. I read them on and off. This does not make me excited. I'm excited that she still has a book. I'm excited that it looks visually to be more or less the same, except for the haircut's a little bit more refined. Glad she has a book. Glad they're keeping with yeah. the Captain Marvel. It's just not something not I'm interested you. in. No. I'm always like I've had. I've always had a soft spot for Carol Danvers. Um, the there was an article I read about this particular book when it was announced officially. So she's basically the new sword. Oh is yeah, my understanding. I don't know if I care for that. So either. well, I, it fits. That for makes her. me less interested. I know. I, I like her military background. The fact that she can command. Um, yeah, but I want to see these, You see these birds in the Earth. back, so maybe she has her own squadron now that will lead out of what she's currently with the Carol Corps and, the, and that. Maybe. Um, so those characters might bleed over into this in some way, as her own kind of banshee squadron. So there could be some fun stuff here. Will it be? Uh, so are you picking it up? I don't know if I'll pick it up. I'll I'll look at it, and if it's worth, <laughs> I'll I'll go I'll 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 read it, and I'll I'll go pick it up if it was worth it. Worth it. Okay. Um, I have some curiosity, but not enough to do an immediate okay. purchase. Next up, Sam Wilson, Captain America. So basically, nothing different. Who uh, do but, you stand with? But it's written by Nick Spencer, who I do enjoy. Our work by Daniel Acuna, who I'm very hot and cold on. You are very hot and cold on Acuna. I used to hate Acuna with a but thriving did, passion. But then he did some amazing work. What book was that? Uncanny Avengers. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Um, I, I'll pick this up for an arc. I mean, I, I like Sam Wilson's Captain America. I'm interested to see what kind of schism they're going to have. Although, do we constantly have to have schisms between heroes? Like, I know. Especially going into next year in the cinematic universe. Like, do we really need to have Because these two guys are on the same side in that universe. We know that. Absolutely. So, All we'll right. see. But I, I'll give it a shot. I mean, I've really enjoyed the book so far, so I'll give it a shot. Now, the next one is more not... interesting to me. The Totally Awesome Hulk, number one. I'm absolutely in. Totally out. You had me lost right at the title. Nope. Totally Awesome Hulk. But Greg Pak and Frank Cho. Uh, yeah. They're together again. It's a good team. Who is the Hulk? I mean, we both know it's like, we're hoping it's Amadeus Cho. You're hoping it's Amadeus I don't give a crap. <laughs> I think that'd be really fun. I think, ultimately, it'll eventually be Hulk Banner again. Like, we know, oh, a lot of these it's, it's going to yeah. be six months to a year, and then it might go back, or it might not. Maybe it'll be like Jane Foster Thor, where people are such a huge fan of it that maybe he'll still be the Hulk, but he won't be the Hulk in the book. So, you know, we still have Thor Odinson, but he's not the Thor in the book. It's Jane Foster Thor. Could be the same thing. Would you be okay with that? Banner could still be around. He could be mentoring him. He could be the Amadeus Cho there's to no, the Hulk. There's, outside of, we'll get to possibly later, of being a, a Mastero Hulk, or a ma- Maestro? Maestro, how Maestro. You, Maestro Hulk. Um, there's no other Bruce Banner that you see anywhere. No. So. But they're trying to keep you wondering. 
Where is he? What's he doing? What's up? What happens to him during Secret Wars? They have to leave a little, you know, no, some crumbs they, off the table. Absolutely. They have, there's still a billion questions because we don't know how Secret Wars ends. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, I guess, again, so much change that they could change. This doesn't seem orig- this doesn't feel original to me. They, you slap a different person in a different suit of armor or a different coat of paint or whatever you want to call it, and it's overloaded in here. If you want to give me all different, all new, give me some new characters. Like in the promo art, you had the Red Wolf. Is he anywhere in any solicits in this? Not a new character. None. He's a pre-existing character. Fine, though. but did anyone know who the fuck he? I had to Google who that was when I saw him on the Fair promo enough. art. Yes, right. He's not well known. So if you're gonna pump this guy, he should be in your first wave of solicits as a big time character on one of your big time teams. He does not teams. seem to be, no. and he doesn't exist anywhere. So why is he there? Now, don't waste my time. You're upset about change, so the next one is no change at all. Go ahead, slide right. to the next book. Yes. The Mighty Thor number one. So just changing the title, really. Pretty much. Thor, Thor to Thor Mighty, Thor. Mighty Thor. Yeah. Uh, Jason Aaron and yeah. Russell Dutterman, I'm so no change this, there. This run has been glorious. I do love the the log line. The flesh may be weak, but the thunder is strong. Yeah. That's that's actually very awesome. Exactly. And, and to a degree... Whoever wrote that in marketing was spot on. Was spot on. And... and You've already kind of have uh, a ticking time bomb with Jean Foster because she's already kind of said that even being Thor is also killing her. So yeah. it's not really making her better, curing her of her, her terminal cancer. Um, so we'll see where where it goes. I, I, I Again, I'm all in. I've loved everything that's come up to it. The, o- the only kind of blip in the radar is having to original sin kind of being there because there's still the mystery of the whisper. What did Nick Fury actually say for him to be unworthy in the first place? Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, it's it's been an incredible run, and I'm with it to. So Aaron's off Thor. I'm with Thor. You're with Thor. That's okay. bottom line. And I'll continue to read this. It's really good. Bottom line. Next up, Scarlet Witch number one. Very gypsyish in this cover. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. by James Robinson. I really enjoy his writing. Kevin Wada. I don't know. Actually, Kevin Wada's on listed as the cover artist, not as the interior artist. So there might actually be no interior artist listed yet. This strikes me as a book that won't last past 12. Past 6. I give it 6. She's not popular enough. Yeah. I appreciate that they're trying. Yeah, you gave her... She was in the movie, so maybe she has a, a bit of a yeah. hot sugar now, but yeah. This, I'm this glad, is a 12 tops. I'm glad that they try it, because they, they should always try these things. Yeah. Sometimes they'll hit, sometimes they won't. Yeah. Like, Miss Marvel's a book that was, it was, it was a shot. It was totally out of left field. It was like, well, there's going to be humans popping up all over the place. Let's Let's do this. For better or for worse, and some people think it's a critical darling, and some people could care less, but at least it exists. That's true. Well, so I'm glad, glad that they're trying dude, stuff. You'll appreciate this. I was at my local comic shop, Milton, the other day, and I was I was chatting with my, my comic guy, Phil, over there, really cool guy, and there was a customer that came in, he was looking, looking around, and he picked up a comic, and he's like, yes, you have it. And he was so stoked to pick up Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. Really? Yeah. So stoked he found it. That's hilarious. Like, it made his fucking day. I hate I'm that like, book. What? <laughs> I hate that book so much. So it goes to show that, yeah, different strokes, different folks, I suppose. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, I don't... like. It's stri- important to have these different types of books that don't all feel the same. Yeah. I mean, I know you hate Silver Surfer, but it, 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 it scratches an itch for a lot of people. No, you know, I'm okay with the Silver Surfer book, but when you draw it with crayons and pastels <laughs> and give me the dullest looking Silver Surfer book with his board with a name to it, and I guess, no. It's charming. No. I need... Him right. to use his cosmic ass power to kick ass. Moving on. Miss <laughs> huh. Marvel number one. So it's just a straight relaunch. Same artwork. Uh, G. Willow Wilson writing it. We've alternating our teams of uh, Takeshi Meza- Miyazawa and Adrian Alfona. Um, 
Amiwazawa was not um, like a regular alternate, alternating artist before, but I'm glad he is now. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm super in. Um, I've never loved yeah. Lockjaw more than I have in this book. <laughs> He's freaking adorable. Um, so I'm totally in. I'm not so sure I feel about Miss uh, Medusa being on the cover, but I love Miss Marvel. Totally in. She's an inhuman, right? So she got her power. She is an inhuman, yeah. yeah. Okay. And I love the the, the logline. Crushed it. <laughs> I'm in. That's cute. Yeah, it, Until it gets canceled, if which I hope it never happens. If you're a fan of this, I'm sure you just keep going with it so you're happy about it. I'm sure. very happy. Yeah. Illuminati number one. Forever evil. Uh, yeah. I can't remember who the uh, people are supposed to be. Absorber Man was supposed to be one. Yeah, there's a ball and chain, yeah. It looks like Black Ant or uh, Erica Grady, who ended up being a black bad guy. Oh. Uh, bad after all, okay. I'm not really sure if I can tell who the other ones are on this cover. Yeah, I, pass. And the hood, though. Um, yeah, I'm a pass, but I'm glad I'm glad that they're trying something with villains. I okay. like villain books in general. that's fine, but why are they in Illuminati? I don't know. Right? Call them the Cabal. Uh, well, maybe we'll find out. Maybe there's a reason here. No. Uh, to create a team, I don't know anyone on it. Um, I, it's not something I'm going to pick up right away. No. If there's a lot of positive buzz, then I might try it. Old new Hawkeye number one. Why is he old? What's going on here? He looks like, uh... Well, he looks like old man Hawkeye. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> old man Hawkeye. <laughs> well, like, is not... he blind? No, he's yeah, he's not yeah, that yeah, one, yeah, obviously. Yeah. But he does look like an old man. Yeah. Um, Jeff Lemire, I do like his writing. Uh, Ramon he's Perez. He's a lot of stuff. Yes. He's comes up a lot in all these illustrations. Ramon Perez is already the artist on only, uh, the current only Hawkeye, I believe. So they're just kind of like, keeping like it going. Punisher slash Hawkeye. Like, yeah. Very angry. Uh, I'll pick it up. I enjoy the Hawkeye books. Next up, Astonishing Ant-Man. I'm totally buying this. Okay. Okay, I have this Nick Spencer, and it's the same creative team as the Ant-Man it was for the first five issues. Okay. Um, and I love the, the look of the cast on the cover. Like, I love this. First of all, you got someone's legs, or I guess it's because everyone else is short. got Ant-Man, you got the female beetle, you've got the grizzly, you've got, um, frig, I forget the guy's name, but it looks like a goofy shaman. The porcupine, that's right. And then you got Whirlwind. I'm totally in. Okay, good for you. Love it. You're not going to buy this? <laughs> no. You should, I should give you the trade of, of the first Ant-Man series. It's fantastic. If, if the movie ends up being any good, it might sway me to give a, a flying fadoo. Scott but... Lang, man. Yeah. He's cool. Yeah. Uh, then we got The Vision Number 1 by Tom King and Gabriel Walta. I've enjoyed Tom King's artwork, uh, sorry, writing, I should say, on Grayson. Uh, Gabriel Walta, I think, was doing some of the Magneto stuff. Uh, it's a bold new vision for the Marvel Universe. I don't like the design that they've had since they brought him back by, with, I think, Akuna illustrating him this way. Um, I don't know if I care enough about the vision. I, yeah, I think he's... I'm glad it exists. I think he's with the Scarlet Witch. I think maybe you should put both of them together in a book. That would have worked better. But, once upon a time, yeah, they did. I, I, I think they're stuck on the, on the 6 to 12 issue uh, short yeah. list here for that. Now, next one is... I'm, I'm interested in that they're trying this as an ongoing... Contest of Champions, number one. See, I'm intrigued by this. I see, we see like a, a, a more 90s style Venom versus that like Gomorrah, maybe? With yeah. The sword. Looks like it. Because uh, that's the first we see of her in the solicits. When really. heroes gather, and we got Maestro on the cover, yeah. and we have who uh, else? We see Iron Man, Jane Foster, Thor, Captain Falcon. That might be Storm on the top Looks right. Looks like it, and it's definitely uh, that's, Daredevil. That's a very different, like more. Uh, yeah. 2000s costume for her. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, double D in the, over there. And uh, the badass kind of armor and the sword and he's carrying a cap shield. I I, I think it's... You're I, in? I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. So you're in? Yeah. And okay. I, like, I like Paco Medina on art. Yeah. So... And now you and I've enjoyed it. And this this is one of the few titles that really does feel old, different, old, new. Yes. Like it's totally yeah. something separate. Yeah. 
Whereas a lot of these books are just kind of, well, the next one is more of the same. Although, I haven't seen the cover before. I, I really don't like it. Amazing Spider-Man number one. What is up with this cover? I don't know. Can you there's, tell me? There's like, a flying car on the bottom right. And, well, that's uh, the Spider-Mobile. But, like, what's with the spider on his chest, like, kind of glowing? glowing? And what's that shot of him in, like, a tuxedo and there's two girls on his arms? Uh, Which girls are they? Uh, 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 I, now, don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's happening here. I don't know. It's Dan Slott and Giuseppe Camincoli, so yeah. it's, it's not really different. Yeah. It's the same writer. I, I'm a little sad. I thought we'd finally get to see someone's take on him. He's been doing Spider-Man, what, five years now, full-time? Like, since... Big time, um, not big time. Yeah, big time. Big time was his, was his permanent his solo, yeah. And that was 644 yeah. and up to like 700. So that was 56 issues. Then 30-something issues of Superior. That's 80-something issues. And then you got what, like 20 issues of Amazing. So it's been a long time. Yeah. So I'm I'm ready for a change. And this was, an, are, eh? this was their opportunity. Your friendly neighborhood yeah. just got bigger. I don't know why or how. That means, yeah. Um, we'll see. I'm excited. I'm glad that there is an Amazing Spider-Man book. I just yeah, well, because they've been they've been saying that that that's Miles, Miles, Miles is, is the primary is the Spider-Man, Spider-Man yeah. which is very fascinating to to push it like that. Um, uh, then we got Carnage number one. That's a messed up cover. Weird. You know, I'm in though. Why? Okay, I like Jerry Conway as a writer, and I really like Mike Perkins as an artist. But so I'm Carnage of, doesn't matter anymore. It's not the '90s anymore. Like oh, he Carnage, did, but they could make it work. Superior Carnage was a really interesting book. It was very different than I'd ever... No, obviously, it's because Carnage was trying to be a hero but didn't know how to do it. So he was killing people without meaning to. And he was like, damn it, why'd I kill someone again? Like, Now, this will be something different, obviously, but I'm going to give this a shot. More because I'm so intrigued by the creative team, unless this is an instance where the creative team is bringing me in, not the character. Yeah, and that was Doctor Strange, right? Yeah. the same thing. Exactly. But... I guess I can't bring myself to care about Carnage at this. Uh, the next again. one is the the cover I hate the most. Uh, Spider Woman the number one. Spider Woman. What is up? Yeah. Parent by day, hero by night. Um, it's the same creative team. So and I so that's actually kind of what makes me say I'm okay with this because I love Dennis Hopeless and Javier Rodriguez on this book. They've already been doing it for the first what seven or eight issues. It's been so solid, so unique, a very different take on the character than anything I've ever seen. Um, it was so much fun. I'll give this a shot, but it really makes me wonder. Because I'm like, really? What is this? Like The cover yeah. makes... Again, the creative team and the fact that they were already doing the character is the only reason why I'm giving this a shot. Otherwise, I'd feel like you and I'd be like, pass. Well, I'm pass. a month away from popping. It was eight months later after Secret Wars. I know. So knocked her up. I don't know. Who knocked her up, too? I don't know. Spider-Man Maybe number one. Suit in her tummy. Yes. Spider-Man number one. Miles Morales. I'm going to buy it. I'll give it a shot. Well, Bendis is still the voice, right? And yeah, it's his character. It's and his character. Now, the question is... And it's is funny, because he said he was almost ready to jump off, and then... When he, when he No, I think when he realized that Miles was going to be more predominant in the all-new, okay. he decided to stay put. Okay. Um, it's kind of what I read somewhere. Um, we'll have to see. It'll be interesting to see Peter Parker as his mentor. Which makes sense. And it makes, and I'm, I'm wondering, see, the, my, my big question mark for this has always been that part of what makes Miles work is that his, he's got a supporting cast and he's got a grounding in his universe. Yes. Now he's not gone. there. I know. So his dad isn't going to be there, I guess, Gunky or Yunky or. We don't know. Like, is anyone going to be there? They like, can bring people over. We don't know. Like, I don't, no one knows what's going to happen. So no. this is a giant question do, do, mark. Do we get Ultimate May? Ultimate Gwen Stacy? Do we get any Ultimate people carrying I'm going to try it out. Because it could um, be interesting. It could be a giant flop. We'll see. At least the, Miles himself will be the same. 
Like, he will be written the same, because it's Bendis. Yes. So at least there's consistency for the main character. Yeah. It's just, and I think that'll be interesting too to he's see. He's a boy out of his own universe. How, and in 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 some ways, Bendis is, and with this in Iron Man, like he has, he's been writing Guardians, which is its own pocket universe. Yep. And he's been writing all new X Men and Uncanny X Men, which are again its own pocket universe. So he hasn't really been playing in the, the regular Bendis-verse. Marvel universe for a while. Fair to so say. So he's kind of like Miles Morales here, playing in a universe he doesn't quite understand anymore. So we'll have to see what that looks like. I'm interested. I, I, that's kind of whether you want to admit to it or not. It's two flagship Marvel characters he's on with Iron Man and yeah. Spider Man. Yeah, that's not, a big deal. I'm still surprised they haven't given him Peter yet. They've never given him those keys. He's written him in other books, and I've hated the way he's written him in those other books because he's you too like ju- Spider Man, too juvenile, too jokey. Mm. He's written too much. P- yeah, you're right. And the Avengers and stuff too. It you're worked right. for Ultimate. Yeah. Because Ultimate was a kid. Yeah. Not a late 20-something. Yeah. That's fair to say. It it just doesn't work anymore. It's fair to say. Unless, well, I guess, I mean, our friend Richard, if he was Spider-Man, would be like that. (laughs) Just quipping all over the place, right? (laughs) Making ridiculous jokes. That's very true. Right? So, And he's, what, late 20s? So, I guess maybe it does work. I don't know. Uh, Next up, Spider-Gwen. Same creative team. They're not messing with it. But the big question is, is she in the... Proper Marvel Universe or her own universe? They told her, she, we've said she's not. She, she's in her own. She's supposed to be, yeah. So, Which concludes a multiverse. There's really exists. no change at all. Apparently. It's just a new number one. Apparently. For change for change's sake. So next, Silk number one, <laughs> same thing. Same creative team, Robbie Thompson and Stacey Lee. Stacey Lee was doing some of the art. It looks like she might be going a little bit bad. The Sinister Silk does... Uh, yeah, that's the log line Insinuate there. that, yeah. yeah. Um, I gotta say... I hated the character when Diane Slott created her. I hated her in Spider-Verse. Love her own book. <laughs> Why did you hate her? I can't stand her. I think, Why? Well, first of all, when they brought her in, like she just seemed like they were always making her better than Peter at everything. Why? Why was she better then? Well, they just kept making her like she like in the when she, the first arc, she kept saving Peter Parker's ass, and like I just felt like they kept pumping her up. And then in in um, Spider Verse, she just kept being the one getting into trouble all the time, being like, like well, she's "What she's doing? I'm gonna go do this." And it was just like every time, like, "Fuck, what's Silk doing now?" Like it just got really. She got she got to be she was like Dawn on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Like, "Fuck, Dawn, what'd you do now? It must be Dawn's in trouble. Must be Tuesday. That's what it felt like. Oh look, Silk's in trouble. Must be Wednesday. Must be New Comic Day. Like it's just very frustrating. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, but at least it's the same creative team, man. and I'm enjoying her own book, so okay. I'm okay with it. Fair to say. Spider-Man 2099, what the hell happened to his awesome costume? They gave him some white. Gave some color, so he's not... Smack to playing. the future. Odd. The only thing that makes it work for me is that it's still Peter David and it's still Will Slinney. Yeah, and I guess same you creative see team. in the background a convergence of the two worlds. Yes. Our time in 2099, so will he be hopping back and forth because of shit? I'm hoping that Dan Slott will finally get to tell the story he started telling in his own book and then got waylaid by Spider-Verse and then got ended by Secret Wars. Like, I'm hoping he finally gets to tell his story, <laughs> finally, for once. This is what happens to Peter David every five minutes, though. Like, every time he gets on a book, they're like, well, let's go do 18 crossovers. You don't mind, right? And he's such a consummate professional that he does it every time. And he does it well. It's just, I want him to finally get to tell his own story without being messed with. Uh, next up is Web Warriors number one, which I'm pretty sure... I guess someone apparently enjoyed Spider-Verse. It wasn't me, but someone did. Because we're getting more Spider-Verse characters. I, I enjoyed Spider-Verse. I did not enjoy... This is basically the team that we're seeing in Spider-Verse Secret Wars. Correct, plan. correct. And it was, you, you see this leftover team kind of at the end of Spider-Verse as yeah. well. So you know this is kind of coming, but I'm not a fan of Costa. His, his, I, I, pick, I, tried, I couldn't read Secret 
Spider Verse Secret Wars. Did he write it? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. See, I didn't even know. Yeah. David Baldion, I think, did some of the. Uh, yeah. What was it? Nova, I think. So I'm okay with him. So yeah, and again, this again proves the multiverse will still be intact because they're still be doing stuff within the Spider-Man, web. Spider Man. Yeah, I I'm I'm gonna pass. Yeah, me too. Yeah, okay. Daredevil number one. I'm in. Of course you're in. You're the big double D guy. First of all, I love Daredevil. Now, what's interesting about this? Is Ron Garney. Ron Garney, who we have spoken to recently in an episode. Um, it's interesting too because like this, I love the colors on this cover. Um, there's been a lot of people thinking that that this mysterious new character is Gambit. Damp Gambit, but they've kind of said it's not. Yeah. We'll have to see if it ends up being anyone we recognize or just someone new. It looks cool it, though. It'll be Sticks' son. Uh, Ooh. That we never knew before. That'd be cool. Or Sticks' grandson, because Sticks fucking old. Well, whatever. So um, the see. Devil's Apprentice is a cool kind of name for the like the little log line here. I like the new kind of flourish on the DD logo. Um, I'm in. Charles Sewell is a writer. Uh, sorry, is it? yes, he's a writer. Uh, he's also a lawyer. He wrote the recent She-Hulk book, better for worse, Paul. <laughs> but I like that he, we're going to get a lawyer writing a book about a lawyer. If he's still a lawyer. Like, I don't know. Because he, he, his identity has been all over the place. I'm wondering if he'll... I'm... The current run by Mark Wade isn't over yet, so we don't know where that character is going to be kind of leaving off. But I'm excited about this. I'm in. Okay. Next up, Guardians of the Galaxy. Pass. <laughs> I don't care. I'm sorry. Uh, so we got a new female Star-Lord. The raccoon's in charge, apparently. Uh, Venom's still in that dumb costume I don't like. Um, <laughs> things there for some reason. Um, even Groot looks like he's constipated. Got some armor. And armor, I guess. Yeah. Also constipated. Um, it's by Bendis still, so he's still doing his thing. Valerio Shidi is a great artist, and he's working with him again. I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm just not excited. I've enjoyed what I've read of Bendis' stuff on Guardians, so I'm going to keep going with it. I'm glad you And, and we're betting that it's, it's Kitty in the Star-Lord. That's my that's, guess, that's yeah. Guess. yeah I mean, it looks else. like her. Like, just like, put, the, put your yeah. finger over the mask and it makes sense. just imagine it's Kitty. Yeah. Next up, Drax number one the, from the Intergalactic Fight Club, apparently. Uh, CM Punk with Cullen Bunn with Ed McGuinness on art. That's the only thing that makes me excited is Ed McGuinness. Yeah, yeah. Um, although, Jack I don't know anything. Book, six issues. Best in the Galaxy. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be, this is a fun miniseries. Not a long, on, long-term ongoing. I'm going to no. see Drax issue 100. Ah! Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> CM Punk would like, have to kill it. Eight, eight years from now, yeah. you're like, man, Drax 100 is coming out. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> so excited yeah. for this new issue of Drax. You know, yeah, I, I think it's a fun little combo. I just don't see the legs You're going to go see Drax 3 in theaters? <laughs> Man, I'm, I'm eating Drax cereal. There's <laughs> a Drax TV it. show? Yeah, I, I just don't. There's a line of Drax <laughs> novels. <laughs> when you face the Marvel Universe, yeah. Drax the Destroyer. You know, he, he it's his face on everything. Yeah. You're like, face front Drew Believer, it's Drax. Uh, no thanks. Yeah. Uh, then we got Howard the Duck number one. I uh, like even here. They t- yes, again. Yes, again. And even he's like, really? I'm in. I love this book. You it's so much fun. You will have, see, you're like, fuck Guardians of the Galaxy. What kind of bullshit is this? Howard the Duck? Fuck yeah, I'm in. Okay, well, here's the thing. It, <laughs> it It's something different. It's very quirky. It's fun. Um, it's got a good sense of humor to it. It's a humor book. Yeah, yeah. Even the vlog line, Howard uh, gets a new hat. Like they're playing with it. Like this is this is a humor book. Absolutely, well, it's hard to do. Of course, it is. Well, the original one. Yeah, it was always kind of humorous. Yeah. Next up, Nova Number One by Sean Ryan, Corey Smith. Talk about a creative team we know nothing about. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, it's the family business. That part makes me excited. I, I'm in to to, to, to try because I never would have thought that I would have given two fucks about Sam Alexander. Yes. And then a combination of Zeb Wells and Jeff Loeb and really Jerry Dugan 
uh, have made me a huge fan of the character. Absolutely. Enough that I will follow his appearances elsewhere. Yeah. Because I want to see what they do with him. And seeing him with his dad here on the cover. Is that his dad? I'm, it must be. The family business. That makes sense, but is that his dad? I'm thinking it must be. Who else could it be? Richard? No, I don't want it to be Richard. Okay. No. Don't do that to me. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm just saying. Is it possible? No. Okay. I don't think it is. Because he's not wearing a black helmet. Yeah, but they only have one black helmet. Maybe they, they found another... Because remember, they kept finding other helmets. No, I, I don't... I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying there's still... I'm just sad it's not Dugan... Like maybe, yeah, maybe he he told the story and it ended with the family yeah. reuniting so they wanted to pass the reins to somebody else to carry it on. I just hope it maintains its excellent quality. Mm-hmm. I'd hate for this to be a 6 to 12. What do you guys have? Uh, next up, Star-Lord, number one. Yeah. Yeah. Pass. Go next. We're running out of time. Yep. Venom Space Knight number one. <laughs> Big pass. Yeah, again, this will be short-lived. Sometimes a hero needs a little space. I don't yeah. care. I don't like all of that, that much in art. Robbie Thompson, I think he wrote all new Ghost Riders. Or all new Ghost Riders. So he's a good writer. I just don't care about him being with the Space Knights and going up in dire wraiths. I'm not interested. Yeah. Howling Commandos of S.H.I.E.L.D. The only thing that makes me think about this for even two seconds <laughs> is Gormu. I think it's Gormu. Look at him. <laughs> Because the, the, he with the, the, the funny thing looking thing, yeah, that's the only thing yeah, I'm not gonna buy. This, this looks horrendous. It's the, got Kid Abomination, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. That's a big pass. Yeah, it's, four issues. <laughs> I'm glad it exists because again, it's a different type of book. It's Dugan, who's like 800 years old, but looks like he's like 30. Yeah, uh, hanging out with a bunch of monsters. It could be good. I'm just not gonna read it. Yeah. Talk about a fucked up cover. Agents of Shield number one. <sighs> what is this? Now this feels like it's. Be- I'm, I'm well, the page. here's the thing. I'm not going to pick this up, my personally, but I think that they're trying to make Coulson too much like the movie Coulson or TV Coulson. Coulson. I know, and that's what this is. This oh. is Coulson in, in Hydra, and like I just don't care. Yeah. Mike Norton, I'm glad he's the cover artist again, not the interiors. We don't even know who's illustrating it. I like Guggenheim sometimes, but I'm not going to pick it up. Uncanny and Humans number one, finally, I guess. Uh, it's got Charles Sewell, Steve McNiven. I appreciate that Charles Sewell is really trying to make this Inhumans thing happen. I just don't think it's happening. No, no. And and it looks like this is... Is this... I don't know. I don't even know who these characters are except for... There's Beast. Yeah, there's Beast and Black Bolt, Medusa and Triton and... Human Torch. And that's got is, is it Human Torch or, yeah. is it, or is it Inferno? Oh, it could be Inferno, I guess. I think it's well. Inferno. Yeah. I'm not interested, but at least the silence is broken. <laughs> Sorry, I had to go for that. Uh, Karnak number one, I'm buying this. Because of Warren Ellis. It's because it's Warren Ellis. Yeah. And, uh, and you know what? Karnak? Here's the thing. Karnak is one of the Inhumans. He's the one who can always penet- like see the, the weakness in all things and always and hit it. Oh, I know Karnak. Okay. So think about it. That character in concept with Warren Ellis is really cool. I guess. but Okay, so you have an Inhumans book, but how does Karnak get the solo well, series out of it? Uh, because Over. Warren Ellis is like, I got a story. Okay, so this will be a Max series. Yeah. Right? Again, we won't be talking about Karnak no. number 100 either. Right? Mm. <laughs> that tracks if, are not going to... I want to know how... Wor- I want to know what the color of the wor- sky is in this world. <laughs> Angela, Queen of Hell. Uh, Actually, this has changed. Wasn't the original solicitation copy we saw leaked that it was um, the still the Witch Hunter or uh, Asgard's As- Assassin? Uh, maybe. And now it's Queen of Hell? I don't care. Yeah, you can find a home for her, so maybe... However, rule Asgard's hell, whatever. Pass, next. Yeah, yeah. Squadron Supreme number one, I'm in. Good for you. 
It's Jace, James Robinson, who I think is a really good writer. Leonard Kirk, who I think is a great illustrator. And I love the concept of all these kind of exiles-ish, because they're all on Earth, our Earth, protecting it, and they're all from these different worlds. Uh, yeah, different I can go the other version. way around. Hmm? I can go the other way around. <laughs> the displaced hero is going to different worlds. Yeah, but it's the opposite. But I it's know. Extraordinary X-Men number one. Jeff Lemire, Humberto Ramos. One thing Ramos. to note, though, of uh, before we go to X-Men, yes. is that this Hyperion appears to be the Hyperion pre-end yes. of the war, so which, which leads us to believe that Odin's son may Odin also be fine. okay. Yes. Uh, Extraordinary X-Men number one, where we have, it looks like Magic, Colossus, it looks like Colossus. Yeah, Colossus, Colossus yeah. Uh, Iceman, yeah, young, Iceman, Young Jean, Storm, Nightcrawler, and, and Old Man, Man Logan. Logan. Still hated, still feared, still standing by Jeff Lemire and Humberto Ramos. I'm going to give it a shot. Why not? Yeah, it's the one X book I want to read. Are you a little bit surprised that they didn't just drop the E on Extraordinary and just go Extraordinary X-Men? That is a little interesting, yeah. Because you kind of expect it. From the X-Men? Yes, you do. Yes. Um, I'm in. I'm curious. Now, here's one you aren't too curious about. Uncanny X-Men number one. Fuck you. This is brutal. Again, you're, so, you're saying that to Marvel, not me. Uh, right? Yes. Okay. I'm so sick and tired of you making fucking villains the good guys or, or turning them. These are the, like, the, the baddest of the bad the X-Men usually face outside of, I guess, Silent and Phantom X, but you got Magneto, you got Sabretooth, you got Mystique. Well, it's basically a Brotherhood team. Fuck sakes. God It's damn. the Brotherhood, but they're calling it the I, X-Men. But you're not the uncanny X-Men. Here's the thing. Get Magneto the could be taking on Magneto could be taking on the name, and that is the only way I'm okay with it. He's basically the Brotherhood, but they're calling themselves the X-Men. No, I hate it. I hate who's, it. Who's on the team here? We got, it looks like, uh, what, Psylocke? You have Psylocke, Sabretooth, Phantom, uh, X. Phantom X, and Mystique. So two of those characters are actual X-Men. By, by Greg Land. We're X-characters. Uh, Greg Land and Colin Bunn. I'm going to give it a try. You have the creative team. is fine, but this is not the uncanny X-Men I wanted after, to be all in your other This I will, is not. I will give it a try. I'm very disappointed in this. Giving it a try. Very disappointed. We miss you. Uh, all new X-Men number one. This I'm super excited for. Just because Mark Bagley in an X-Men book? Has this ever happened? You tell me. You you know better than I would. I'm pretty sure it hasn't. I'm really excited. I like that they're like kinda in their in their van. The X Van. In their X Van. Yeah. I'm still sad that we don't have um Angel like normal and these the stupid god wings or whatever from the Black Vortex. Uh so you got Beast, Young Iceman, basically all the new all, all new X Men except for Gene. Gene. And then you have X twenty three instead. And they're Making their way, and I think the road trip aspect of this is what makes me excited. I kind of want to see them hitting the road. Dennis Hopeless, I think, has done teenish books before with a lot of young characters. I think he can really nail it. And Mark Bagley, that cover is great. I'm really excited to see his interiors. And we got Old Man Logan, number one. I don't know what this is going to look like, but I think it has potential. I'm very concerned by this, because I think... He Jeff Lemire again, and Andrea Sorrentino, oh, no. who's killing it on Currently, the current uh, Old Man Logan yeah, miniseries. Bendis. That's fine, but... Older, again, wiser, sharper. His universe... He, he, he worked really well in his own little niche universe. Taking him out of that, will he be as interesting? Will we care as much? You know, it's a great little mini-story. It's cute to have him in Secret Wars. For him to be the new Logan... For lack of a better, because I'm bringing back the regular Logan, because he's still an adamantium statue blob. I think it has a story. I think I don't know how long it'll go, but I think it's got a story because you have this guy confronting the fact that he's murdered all these people. Now he's in a, di- a time display. Again, we're having a few of these characters now time displaced and world displaced, and kind of figuring out how do you go on from here, knowing what he knows, especially about yeah. how he murdered everyone. I think it has a lot of potential for a good story or two, and then we'll see where it goes from there. Maybe they'll take it in a direction you don't expect. I hope so. I and just... then Logan will be back for real. 
Because it will happen. They're not going to keep our Logan dead forever. It's just not going to happen. Well, they better not. Old new Wolverine number one. If you want to tangle with someone, try your, why not try your luck against the new Wolverine? You like Tom Taylor. No, I like Tom I wasn't, again, we weren't thrilled with his um, Iron Man. Okay. We weren't loving his Iron Man. But if you do anything of his, you got to read Injustice Year 2. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, what about, and we have David Lopez in art. I'm going to give this a shot. You're going to take a pass. No, I'm going to get this. Because Tom Taylor. But not Tom because no, I, You do like X-23. I, no, I'm, I like X-23. I like her I in like the costume. Clones. I like her in the costume. She looks okay in the costume. I'm okay with this. Deadpool number one? No thanks. Jerry Dugan still, though. Yeah, I've I enjoyed don't. Deadpool booking forever. I know. And I think that's it. That's it. Yeah, there's more stuff, but we can talk about it afterwards. Okay. Because we can yell at right now. All right, so we gotta <laughs> we got to end the uh, episode, but uh, thanks, Paul, for running down all of these upcoming comics, and hopefully we'll get to do it again soon when we have more solicits. Thank you for joining us, and catch us next time. Bye-bye.